When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up, man? It's Wayne 616, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Right, so we got Wayne six one six jumping off the porch with us today, yes, man. Yes, sir. What he do? What he do? What he do? Yes, sir. How you feeling today, bro? Man, shit, I'm feeling good, man. I ain't gonna lie, shit, like an accomplishment right here. Nah, yeah. for real, man. That's what's good, bro. Uh, go ahead and introduce everyone that's sitting on the porch with you today, too, man. All right, so right here I got my nigga Murky G's. I got my nigga Zara. Basically, this is my whole Grease team right here. I got. Zara 616, I got Blue Strip, I got my nigga Southside Rich, Pablo 616, we just missing one member, that's Kaden Nero, but he had to work, so I'm gonna shout out my nigga. Okay. We the Grease team. For sure, man. So break that down, man. What's the Grease team, man? What's Grease anyway, man? Man, Grease, alright. Grease is, shit, that shit, really that's some Grand Rapids shit, you know what I'm saying? We all from Grand Rapids, like, you know what I'm saying? Selling dope and shit, like, auntie, sell auntie, <laughs> that 20 rock. Say that shit good, nigga, it's that, it's that grease, you feel me? So, like, in terms, nigga, with the music, we got grease when it comes to this shit. We got crack. We that. For I sure. dig that, man. What, what's yeah. the music scene like in Grand Rapids, man? We don't hear many artists coming out the city on like a na- na- nationwide level. Yeah, we ain't really got the like the spotlight yet. You know what I'm saying? The spotlight really coming to Michigan right now, mm-hmm. like through the Detroit and Flint, the Flint scene, you know. And we just happen to be the producers producing a lot of the tracks coming out of that way. Yeah. So, I, I it's starting to pick up for us for real. Yeah. Yeah, we got some young rappers coming up. You know, four two three Ratchet Boys. You know, we got we got a few we got a few niggas coming up, but they're just coming up. Yeah, we're just waiting. Somebody gonna blow. Nah, for real. Like you said, Michigan just as a whole has been on fire, man. So Hell it's yeah. definitely in due time, man. Hell yeah. And do people mistake that you're from Flint since you produce it for so much man. of the music and the sound that's coming I out of there? From Flint. I'm from Detroit, <laughs> I'm from Grand Rapids, I'm from Muskegon, I'm from Bill Harbor, Kalamazoo, I'm from Michigan, I'm from everywhere. I feel that, man. Fuck it. <laughs> but hell yeah, they always, they, 
Like when you say Michigan, people all automatically just think Detroit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like they don't really know like the outskirts, like the other cities and shit. But we the second biggest city in Michigan. Oh, I didn't even know that. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second biggest city. So what do you feel like it's gonna take to get Grand Rapids on on the map on the nationwide level, Dan? It's gonna take a real serious artist that wanna put that work in. You know what I'm saying? And then shit's gonna take us as the producers. Like right now we at a point to where like we kinda like controlling the music around there. So it's like with us putting our foot in the door, like how we doing, it's gonna give way for the rappers to wiggle in and do what they gotta do. Yeah. So that's probably what it's gonna be for real. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let's take it back, Wayne. How'd you get into making beats at first or were you rapping at first? Man. Okay, so first, I really used to try to do like R and B music for real. For real. <laughs> you were singing? I tried. You, you know wanna hit mean? a tune for us, hit a yeah, note for us? No, I, I, I smoke way too much for that. <laughs> it's over. But no, I, I, I grew up like with music in my family. Like my mom, she was the choir director mm. for church and shit, you know, played piano. My granny played the piano. So like I always just been around music. But when I like first wanted to take music serious, like my little cousin, uh, Fresher, he had a studio, we was like 16, he was like 13. And he had a studio, it was like all bullshit equipment. Like rock band might plug into a fat ass computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta real. start somewhere, right? Yeah, it was that for real. Like, and I'm like, man, if he doing this shit, I can do it. So I, I had him sit there and teach me how to make beats. And like, I ain't really grasp it like that. But what he did teach me, like, it like stuck with me. So then like, the more I practiced and tried and tried, finally I figured it out. Like, all oh, this shit patterns and rhythms and like, this go like this, this do that. And then shit from there, I just like perfected it. Yeah. What, what did your first beat sound like? Were you trying to like mimic, uh, you know, a certain producer or no, something? No, so like, so like, I thought I knew something because of my mom and them playing the piano, like, and watching her play. And like, I knew how to play like little certain songs and stuff. Like, I just like, would play little certain shit. Like, my melodies would be dope, but my, my percussion would be not what it needed to be. So, and all the, the beat was booty. <laughs> for real like, I really like really didn't get like real real good with the beats until probably about like six years ago okay so like it took a long time for me to like studying being around different producers picking up different game hands-on with niggas like because like when I was trying to do it like it wasn't a lot of YouTube tutorials and mm -hmm. loop packs and all the shit that they got right now we ain't had that. There's a lot of cheat codes out yeah, there right and, now. And it wasn't a lot of people like that were producers. There's like still like the old heads. Like like so like the young nigga wave with the beats and shit, like we want we ain't had that. Like so I had to really figure it out and go around people and go figure it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How would you describe your sound right now? Grease. <laughs> I dig that. For real. Yeah. I got the greasiest sound right now huh. in the industry. So who'd you grow up listening to? Who were some of your favorite artists or even favorite producers? 
favorite producers, I say like Manny Fresh, like. I just like, I ain't gonna lie, I like the Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne was the shit to me. He's still the GOAT, man. Yeah, for real. Like, that's what I was banging heavy. And then, like, when, like, Waka Flocka and all them started coming out and all that shit. I used to listen to Gucci all the time, too. Yeah. Yeah, Gucci was serious. Yeah. Yeah, that whole Brick Squad 808 yeah, Mafia movement, yeah, man. That really changed when, the game. When man. they did that, that's when I, like, it was like, oh, yeah, I got to turn up. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, who were like some of the first artists you worked with? Were they just local artists or? Yeah, I, I remember um, I was going I was going to college and I was um, I only went for one semester. I got me a laptop and I dropped out <laughs> and I started making beats though. I swear to God, I started making beats. I remember I'm 18 years old. Me and my homeboys, like, we used to go to, like, the little local bar nights and, like, they'll perform and stuff. I'd be in the club with my headphones and my laptop making beats in the club. And then when people get done performing and shit, I was like, shit, I fuck with your shit. Like, check these beats out. Let me shoot some shit to you. Like, you ain't got to pay me or nothing. Just, just fuck with me. So, like, as I did that, that's, like, how I built up meeting different people. Now this person know me, this, this person know me. And like I'm networking through social media, like like right like where we at. Facebook was popping and shit. So like I'm on Facebook, they tagging me, and I just started meeting different people and just like I don't know, that shit deep. But I like when you really sit there and think about yeah. that shit deep. It's a journey, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Like a lot of people think that's but that's really how I started though. Like like I didn't have nobody to send beats to like. When I was doing beats, like either I was gonna do them and they weren't dope enough for me to do, so I'm like, hell nah. But some people like took liking to my shit, so like that's what made me turn up. Like, oh, you fuck with this? All right, babe, I'm, I'm gonna work with you. Boom, 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 boom. And I got better and better. Like every time, every beat got better and better. Yeah. Hell yeah. Was there like a turning point in your career where you realized, all right, this shit's starting to work, man. This shit's really starting. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Take off one, man. Hell yeah, probably when I was like, like 22, 23. That's when I was like, now I'm producing for my whole city. Hmm. You know, and now I got a studio, I opened up a studio, and like everybody was just coming to me and shit. And that's when I knew right then, like, I got this. That's when I knew it. Yeah. Uh, so how'd you link up with Rio at first? Man, that shit crazy. So she, a local artist uh, from my city, he I went to go do a feature with him. Um, he took he took uh, me down there, and I made the beats. They did two songs. I made both the beats in front of him, and recorded the songs. And then Rio like, man, 
Yeah, you hard, bro. I'm fucking with you. This is before he even blew up. He's still on tether, everything. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Like, so, like, and after that, like, I probably ain't see Rio for, like, another year. But, like, that's right before, like, they just got to going nuts. Hmm. Like, it's crazy. Like, I didn't even know really who Rio was until my homeboy said it. So then, like, when I went there and he rapped and shit, like, he punching in fast, boom, 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 snapping. I'm like, this nigga serious. <laughs> yeah. So what's that chemistry like? What's the creative process? Do you normally cook up on the spot for him or? A little bit of both. So, like, at that time, it was just me and Southside. And, like, we used to make beats together down there every day. Like, we, we, we had a studio back in Grand Rapids, so we'll be sitting there making beats all day, smoking and shit. And then one day I was just like, man, I'm about to go fuck with Rio. Him and Louis Ray, we pulled up to Louis Ray crib. And, like, from that, like, we made, what we do? We made, like, five beats. We made, like, five beats in front of him, left him there with him. That ain't, no, that's, I'm skipping in time. Another person did a feature with him, and they came to Grand Rapids first. Yeah, they came to Grand Rapids. It was him, Jay, Louie. They came down there. I think this beat me before Coochie, or Coochie might have like just dropped. Hmm. Like, but it, I, like, it ain't go up yet. But hell yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even know who they was. For real. Grind Hard E. Grind Hard yeah. E locked in with me right then. <laughs> like at my studio, I'm sitting there making a beat. He's like, man, that bitch hard. I'm like, you want it? You gonna rap on it? He's like, hell yeah, send that bitch to me. <laughs> Sent it to him. Well, that's dope. He snapped on it too. Yeah. Uh, but like the creative process though, like I either have beats ready and then I run through them. Like normally they'll be like, oh yeah, that's it, put that on. And so like if I don't get that reaction like within like the first 10, 10, 15 seconds, I'm skipping through it. And if I ain't got no more after that, I'm about to make it. <laughs> and not not gonna me, take no for an answer, huh? Yeah, hell no. And it only take me like five, 10 minutes to make a beat. For real? Yeah. That's wild right like, there. Like real talk. Like we be doing between us, like like we all be like challenging each other. Like we do little five minute battles. Hmm. Who gonna make a beat in five minutes? And what it's gonna sound like. Like we do that a lot. So like we try to practice time and efficiency. You feel me? Like you gotta deliver it. Like it's too many people making beats now. Yeah. So you gotta be like this with it and it gotta be grease. So do you cook up every day or how often do you uh, make beats? When I'm in my mode, I'll probably cook up. I don't know. I used to make beats every day. Now I kind of more so, I do a lot now. So it kind of be like hard for me to cook up every day. But when I be in my mode though, I ain't leaving that computer. Hmm. And I'm gonna probably crank out like 30 beats, like a day. Oh shit, that's yeah. wild right there. Hell yeah, we get active. <laughs> For sure. So how'd you lock in with RJ Lamont? RJ, so it's crazy. Like, it's this girl from my city. 
whatever. I don't even know how they linked up or whatever, whatever, whatever. But she called me one day on Facebook and she like, RJ, um, he want to talk to you. Um, he going to call you at, um, in an hour when he get done with the session. I'm like, she playing with me. She got to be playing with me. <laughs> so I call her. She put him on the phone. He's like, yeah, send your number to him. I'm going to call you in a minute. Boom. He called me. He like, yeah. Um, I was just asking, like, who popping around in y'all city and stuff. And then they like, shit, it's a producer named Wayne. He do everybody music. And he was like, shit, I want to work with you whenever you got some time. Come down. I said, nigga, I'll come right now. For real? Hell yeah. That nigga was RJ Lamont. At that time, RJ was doing everybody's shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nigga, I'll come right now. Boom. He like, shit, bet. Send me the address. And hopped right on the highway. Went straight down there. I got there. He, he was just chilling and shit. I'm like, shit, let me plug up. I ain't even play no beats. I just got to making beats. I probably made like 10 beats. Nigga pulled me, it was a, he had a couple people there. He pulled me to the side. He like, hey, I ain't gonna lie. Your beats are crazy. He was like, shit, nigga, we could do some shit. I'm like, nigga, I record too. Like, so like, if you need an engineer, I'm, I'm trying to make this shit work. Yeah. And like, he really like, he opened the door for me like, like, was like, shit, now I'ma fuck with you, shit. That's how I met, like, the band gang, Lonnie Bands and all them. Like, that's who I really locked in with, like, first in the Detroit scene, Lonnie Bands and the whole band gang. Yeah. They was at RJ shit all the time. Mm-hmm. GT, PZ, all them. So I stayed down there, I was recording, making the beats for them, making, like, after that, like, I probably stayed down there for probably, like, six months. Like, didn't leave. For real? Yeah, like, didn't leave. He was locked in. Hell yeah. I stayed down there for like six months. Boom. That's when I go back to my city. I opened up a studio again. And then I probably had the studio open for about like two years. And then that's when like Rio and them was going crazy. You know, so I reached back out to Rio, like, I'm gonna come to Flint, come fuck with you. Came back, that's that's when we came and did that lock-in session and did them beats and just left them with them. Okay. And then after that, they just started calling me, my boy. They started calling me like, shit, Grease, we need you. They really like stamped the Grease name for me. Like, Hmm. they like, they just start calling me that. <laughs> so like, like it went from like our word, like a, like, a, like a terminology word for like, that's hot, to nigga, now that's my name. Yeah, <laughs> that's too hard. For sure, for sure. So how'd you get your producer tags? My producer tags? Yeah. Okay, so I got, it's a Wayne beat. Mm-hmm. That's my homeboy son. Oh, for real? Yeah. And then the fuck the fire we got grease. That's my homegirl from Detroit. She um, did my tag. I was on Instagram one day, and I'm like, "Y'all gotta put the little oil barrels. This is my new emoji. Don't don't put no more fire emojis. Fuck the fire <laughs> emojis. Put the grease barrels. Put the grease barrels. These are grease barrels now." And then. She called me after my live, was like, yeah, I seen you on there talking about fuck the fire, we got grease. And when she said it, 
I'm like, damn, that's kind of touchy. <laughs> I'm like, say that a couple times for me, like on the voice record on your phone and send it to me. So that's how you record it, right off the phone? She did it right off the phone, sent it to me in a text message, and like five minutes later, I had that tag. Oh, shit. And I just started putting it on everything, and then just like, it worked. Yeah. Uh, no, that shit hard right there, man. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So uh, what's it like working with Y&J in the studio, man? I ain't gonna lie, man. I love Jay, man. Jay crazy. That, like Jay, Jay, he like he a goofy person like that for, in real life. Yeah. Like like I don't I don't know if people think like he just act like that on camera. He's like that for real. Like he's just goofy, good energy. You know what I'm saying? And he quick with it. Like they all quick with it. Like. We doing songs in 15 minutes. Like I'm making the beat in five, 10 minutes. They doing the song another 10, 15 minutes. And we all, we doing like like whole mixtapes like in like one day. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up, up, up. At participating McDonald's. God damn. Knocking them out. I, I got, we got like a lot of songs. It's crazy. Yeah. They work at, I ain't never seen nobody work like them for real. Like, I'm used to like people coming in recording and taking two hours only having like a verse and a hook done. Oh, I'm gonna come back. Or, or no, nah, man, they lock in. They ain't answering no phones. They ain't doing, they just smoking weed and recording. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah. Um, going back to you recording, man. Do you feel like engineers are like undervalued in their game right now? No, I just not undervalued. Because I, I, I feel like if you good, you value for sure because people won't want to work with you. Like, so like if people ain't working with you, you obviously ain't that good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, Nah, I don't feel like that. Yeah, one question I've been asking is, do you feel engineers deserve publishing? I ain't really like that hip to like all the, all the business, like, like all the publishing. Like, I know like certain shit, I'm just, I'm still getting educated to the game. I got like, you. I didn't know nothing about nothing a year ago. So yeah, now I'm just, I'm just now figuring a lot of stuff out. I got you. Yeah. I got this new single, Cash App, man. Louis Ray, you and Energy Beats, man. Yeah. So, first off, how did the beat come about, man? Man, so really, okay, so it's a studio in Flint. My nigga DJ Updo, he got a um, studio in Flint, and like he make beats too, and he be recording, doing sessions and stuff. But like that's where we all, that's where we all be at, yeah, recording and shit. So. I used to be in Flint, like, I still be in Flint all the time, but like, at that time, I was like in Flint just staying down there, and I just wanted to make beats. I felt like I wasn't doing nothing, so I started making beats in the car. Hmm. So I'd be outside in front making beats, people walking in, walking, oh, what up, Grease, Grease, Grease? Hey, you hear this? Listen to this. Listen to this. Yeah, I just made this. You, bro, you in the car with it? One day, Energy pulled up, he pulled up, he got a, that boy got a nice ass Corvette. That bitch hard. He pulled up, boom. I'm like, damn, that bitch hard. Ooh, shit. He like, what you want? 
like making beats and shit. Let's make something real quick. Up there was doing a session, so we sat in the car out front of his house and made the beat. For real. Swear to God, we made like five beats. But like that beat specifically, like when we made it, I'm like, ooh, this it. Like I started the melody off. Like I'm like, I'm like, Coochie went so crazy. Like they down there need another song like that. Hmm. So like I came up with the melody and I was like, I'm gonna have you do like the percussions and everything, cause like you you be having shit slamming. Like you know it's an energy beat when you hear them. You know what I'm saying? I I had to do it. So then after that, me and Louie, we left from the studio, went back to his crib. I always travel with my studio equipment everywhere I go. So I set up at his house. Bro, you gotta do this. This beat right here. I'm like, listen to it, bro. This is like Coochie Part Two or something. Ooh, I like, like just throwing ideas to him, like how to play it. And we just came came up with Cash App. <laughs> like, that bitch so crazy. I ain't gonna lie. The Cash App song, that shit crazy. Yeah, that shit was going viral before the, the music video even dropped. Yeah, so like, we did the song and then we dropped it probably like the day later, just the on DistroKid mm-hmm. and the audio on YouTube and all that. And it really ain't really do nothing. Like, like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why it ain't do nothing. <laughs> just didn't do nothing. It ain't move. But then, shit, was it, was it you, Pablo, who told me? Yeah, it came to my house probably like a week or two ago. It's like, y'all see Coochie, I mean, y'all see Cash App going crazy on TikTok? <laughs> I'm like, what? Bro, go look. I'm looking, man, they got 49K videos oh, shit. on TikTok. All you see is bitches going crazy. Call Louie, I'm like, bro, you see your Cash App song going nuts? He was like, what song? I'm like, Cash App. <laughs> he was like, right now? He was like, what make, what's making everybody want to go listen to that? We dropped that eight months ago. <laughs> I don't know, bro. We gotta capitalize though. And then next thing you know, it's like number three on the charts. Yeah. Like uh, slapping. That's wild, man. Do you know who like who some of the first people that made videos to it on TikTok? Or? Oh, see, when I when I went on there to go look at it, it had forty nine K videos already. <laughs> I ain't I ain't see all of them. Yeah. But like yeah, I don't know who made it went crazy. Something, something made it go. Yeah. <laughs> something made it go crazy. <laughs> yeah, now you got all these celebrities doing it, all the female rappers yeah. doing it, man. That shit's out of here. It's getting man. too loud. I ain't gonna lie. That's all you see. Yep. Hell yeah. That's wild. Eight months after it dropped, now it starts going viral. Yeah. Shit, you never know, man. Never know, like, like, like that's that's the crazy part about this music stuff. Like, you don't know what's gonna do what at what time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Maybe when we dropped it, it wasn't the time to drop it yet. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe it was, and it needed to sit like that, and somebody yeah. needed to stumble up on it and hear it. Cause once I, I knew it was like when we made the song, I knew it had potential to do what it's doing right now. I swear to God. Yeah. 
Like, and I don't just say that about every song I, or just because I made the, I knew that song had the potential to do what it's doing right now. Now that shit going on for sure, man. So for sure. I see you lot working with a lot of artists outside of Michigan now. Yeah, yeah. That's um through my nigga Helliver, man. Shout out my nigga Helliver. Um Helliver got me turned up too right now. Hmm. Like all them big placements, me and him been collabing on beats. Going nuts with that shit. Yeah. For like the last year. So we and we still got a lot of stuff that's gotta drop. Yeah, I know as a producer, that's yeah. gonna be frustrating. Like, come on, man, like, drop like, this I shit. I be knowing man. certain shit, like, like I did certain beats for certain, I heard the songs and everything, but they ain't dropped, so it's like, until it drops, like, it means nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. All right, you put again to this project, man, Grease Files. Grease Files. Yeah, so what should we expect to hear on here, man? A whole lot of grease. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, no, I, real talk, you gonna hear a whole lot of Rio. I got Rio on probably like five, six songs, six no songs. Um, Louis Ray, I got Y&J, Grindheart E, RMC Mike, YSR Grams, all on the tape. I got nine songs. Um, basically, I put that together, that got put together um, like when I first met Rio, Rio like, um, shit, man. Grease, man, you just lock in with us and fuck with us, man. We gonna make sure you straight. We gonna, you know what I'm saying? We gonna make sure you get a project and we gonna let you drop it. You know what I'm saying? And Rio gave me the, the go ahead, like, probably like a month or two ago. Like, you know them songs that we, I'm like, can we, I'm like, can we do something with these? You gonna drop them or can I use these? I'm like, go ahead. Went to Louie next. What you doing with these right here? <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, bet. YSR Grams. Hey, this song right here, I need this one. <laughs> yeah, put it together, though. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, I ain't gonna lie, when the world hear this, they'll be like, man, it's crazy, because I got, like, different sides of these niggas. Like, I got, I got them really, like, and when they was in, I ain't gonna say when they was in, cause they still going nuts. But like when we first all start linking together and stuff, like when it was fresh, like that fresh energy, like it's, that's hard. It's fresh though, I ain't gonna lie. Like that's all like, you know, like when you first start doing something and like you good at it and it's like the first shit was like hard. Like you like, you don't even know like, how you can top the next shit with the next shit. Like that's how I was feeling about these tracks. So it's like, I got that old Rio on that bitch. I ain't gonna lie. Rio when he talk, talk crazy. He still talk crazy, but I got that old Rio on there. I got Louis Ray talking crazy on there. Grant, they, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Y'all got to just hear it. You gotta release I'm, I'm ex No, I ain't, so I was supposed to, I was projecting around the 8th of April, okay. but we pushed back like a week. I had to get my cover and stuff like all the way together, but all that stuff is done now, everything's submitted. So we finna, I'm, I should have a date probably like the beginning of April. I have a date. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to check that out, bro. Uh, um, yeah. What's some advice you would share with the, some upcoming producers on how to land placements? 
on placements, you gotta build your buzz up first. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta have credentials. Like, like I said, I had to, I had to tap in with my city first to, before I even expanded anywhere else. You feel me? I had to build that name for myself. To like, like I mean, I don't know. The best advice I got is y'all gotta be hands on, move around. Stop sitting behind that computer, just sending beats out. Like, go find these artists. Like, if you want to work with them, go find them. Go work with them. Like, for real, for real. Like, that's how I play it. If I want to work with you, I'm going to find you. And we're going to work. <laughs> yeah. Nah, definitely, man. What's next for you, Wayne? What's next for me? I don't know. We, we still going up right now. I ain't going to lie. Right now... We're going to drop that tape. Um, I got a few more big songs expected to drop. So I'm going to start working on the next tape. And I'm going to try to drop it like October, December. Um, but I'm going to start that tape probably here in like a month or two. So y'all should be expecting another producer tape if this one go well. Yeah. If it don't go well, I'm going to probably just leave it alone. Man, all you gotta do is shoot some videos. That bitch gonna go up. I got up. videos already. See? It's gonna go up. Yeah. I got everything like set. Promotion, everything. Like, I'm finna go nuts with this. Yeah. Figure it out. For sure. Well, yeah, hopefully I can be like the next DJ Cali or something. There you go. Putting songs together and shit. Yeah, start putting some of these Michigan artists with some of these down south artists. Yeah. That'll really no, take for it real. off, too. For real. We already kind of like own that already anyways. Mm. Like, like me just being around Louie and all them when we travel and stuff, we tapping with a lot of artists, like from different places and be working with them and shit. Like shit, we own that for sure. But that Atlanta sound, like I'm trying to figure out how I can mix them. Mm. The Michigan sound and the Atlanta sound, how can I mix it and put a twist on it? I'm gonna figure it out though. Yeah, that'll definitely take you out of here, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, Wayne, you got shout outs you like to give before we wrap it up here, bro? Um, yeah, I wanna shout out Hell of a, shout out my manager, Sid. Um, shout out my nigga Louis Ray, we still grinding and shit. Um, wanna shout out my little niggas, uh, 423 Ratchet Boys. Feel me, my nigga Deuce B. I wanna shout out him. Um who else, man? I ain't gonna lie, free my nigga Rio. Anybody else I miss, I'm sorry, but I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that's that's them though for sure right now. Free my nigga Rio, for sure, for sure. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor... 
State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.